Hello, true believers. Uh, oh, yeah. Way to fuck it up. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> right off the bat, this is a tribute episode. Have some fucking. And you're respect. turning it into a massive dumpster fire that fast. You already fucked it up. Start all over. All right, fuck we, this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, true believers. It it is a sad, sad day. Stanley has has left this plane. He departed. Stop it. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> just all of a sudden it wants to come ton, out. You just ate a ton of cheese. Right There's sadness burps. It's okay. Uh, it, it's all right. It's it's welling up inside. It needs it needs to escape. I, did, I just force fed myself. Literally the, the only people who aren't like mad upset about Stanley's death are like the Jack Kirby jerk offs. Oh yeah, like, even even on the forums, uh, you know that's I've been visiting and stuff like that. They were like Stanley, the creator, the co-creator. He co. Yeah, we we know. <laughs> like, it's well known. <laughs> yeah, there was also Jack Kirby. It's not our fault. Jack Kirby didn't do anything else though. He he went to DC. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, they can stop stroking his Marvel dick. Yeah, because it's Stan Lee's. It we we all know that Dick what Ditka or whatever it's had Dick parts. Of, yeah, but no, <laughs> Steve Ditka. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Stan Lee, uh, Stanley Martin Lieber, aka as we know him today, and he legally changed his name to Stan Lee. Uh, born December twenty eighth, nineteen twenty two. Died November twelfth, two thousand eighteen. It's a long fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, it's still too soon. It's still still it's still too soon. Like I just assumed that I will be like like pointing to the TV when my daughter's like old enough to really understand, you know, this uh, the brevity. Like that's of, a of Stanley cameo. Yeah, like it's a that's that Stanley. Now she's gonna be like, who's that? I'm gonna be like, fuck. Damn it! Anytime there's like if if there was ever a time for a Futurama head in the jar, it should have fucking mm-hmm. been him. Yes, <laughs> you got him. Him and Betty White. Betty White's not gonna fucking. Yeah, die. no, she's preserved somehow. Yeah, she she's she, the female equivalent of Keith Richards. They're not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tribute episode. Uh, November thirteenth, two thousand eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, did you see uh, on Reddit that dude? Like the day what was it the day before or maybe a couple days before there was a there was an ask Reddit like who can you not believe is still alive? Some dumbass put Stanley. You fucking. <laughs> like, you did this. And then the next day, he, there's an edit. Fuck, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm in a shitty meme group that, like, you know, some people cope with humor. Yeah. So there's a couple of shitty Stanley memes in there. Oh, no, not the all that I posted myself. It was absolutely all me. But yeah, yeah. And, and of course, you have you have to have the you know, Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. Oh! Did you see the Thanos one where it was like it was supposed to take out everybody, not you? <laughs> and he's like standing over Stanley's grave, and he's just like, "Stan, do you care if I use the uh, time stone on you?" <laughs> Don't touch me in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally watching a tribute video last night with just a montage oh, of like, movie scenes. He was crying mm-hmm. at the bar, and it was just the oh, it was it didn't have any sound from movies. It was just the movies. And yeah. it, it was just him during an interview talking about. Like how he didn't think his comics would affect people as much as like a health worker or a psychologist or something. It's like, but truly, honestly, we've gotten so much mail in Marvel over the years that mm-hmm. we could possibly just be 
helping people with our work. Yeah, I didn't you know, think it could happen. Yeah, you know, how many kids weren't dickheads growing up because they were like they grew up in a shitty situation, but they were like, I want to be like that superhero, so they were good people instead of being dickheads. Yeah, yeah, me. I was tearing up, man. Yeah, and it, of course, in the background, it was in the arms of an angel. Talk there was something in the background. I don't remember what it was. was Sarah McLaughlin. It was Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> was it Sarah McLaughlin? <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but it might as actually. Well I, been. It's I those sent you fucking. The video. It's oh the yeah, fucking it. animal commercials, man. Yeah, just get me. It's in and now like, what? What if there's that animal commercial? Like, this somebody, bitch is rich. Take care of those animals yourself. Like we're fucking broke, struggling. We have animals in our own house. Yeah, what's yeah. What, like they they should if they really want to touch the fields right now and and capitalize on on this uh, on this thing, they should have the Sarah McLaughlin commercial. And instead of Sarah McLaughlin coming on, Stan Lee just comes on. Yes. <laughs> I'd donate money to that. I would 100%. So take this off my TV. How much money do you want? <laughs> Can we do a side note? Uh, speaking of animals, so your dog just scared the shit out of me because she just like came up in between my legs and started licking my hands. <laughs> yeah, she'll do that. <laughs> just like, oh, like, hello there, Duchess. All right, so I'm gonna, <laughs> that's what we're playing today. <laughs> it's not chicken for once. So I'm going to go over some uh, some history, uh, <laughs> some history of Stanley. So at uh, at first, I mean, the the story kind of I guess, I guess he fucked up the story like in his own um, in his own like uh, interviews and shit like that. Uh, he said that he responded to uh, to an ad in the newspaper or whatever uh, to get his first job as as some kind of like assistant at a publishing warehouse. I uh, what I believe the true story was that, that came out later was it was actually like his uncle's. And he's like, oh, I've told this story so many times. I believe my own bullshit. And uh, <laughs> wasn't it that he like wrote famous people obituaries? Well, that, I saw that somewhere too. Yeah, that was one of them. I mean, uh, but his first uh, his first introduction to comic books. Uh, uh. Yeah. So he, he also he also like wrote obituaries, and he wrote uh, like when he was in the army, he's he wrote like training manuals and like boring shit like that. Uh, and, but it's his first introduction to comic books. He actually graduated high school when he was sixteen and a half, and it was specifically over and over again sixteen and a half because that's important for some reason for some reason so he yeah so he graduated high school 16 and a half years old then he uh respond he says he responded to an ad but what it what it actually was is like his uncle's wife's dad i don't know thing. like thing like it was like it was a family member that was like kind of uh convoluted uh it was like hey man i need help at this publishing house uh, so he was hired on as basically like a gopher, an assistant, where he would like run, get coffee. Uh, one of his duties was like erasing the pencil lines on uh, at, after the inking happens on, in the comic books. He had to fill in the word bubbles, different different things like that. Keep the ink wells um, inked, <laughs> filled. <laughs> filled. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's, it do proofreading bullshit like that, uh, and then eventually he's he. They were like, okay, let's um, do some text filler. And they just uh, write some bullshit that's that can uh, that can happen in this comic book. And it was actually a Captain America comic book. Captain uh, Captain America foils traitors' revenge. Captain America comics number three, uh, dated May nineteen forty one, and then he used a pseudonym Stan Lee. Uh, which he would later, obviously, as we said, adopt as his legal name. And what's funny is he used Stan Lee not because he wanted to be witty or anything, it, because he was embarrassed to be involved in comic books. Because it was in his mind that he was going to be the next great American author and write the next great American novel. Uh, but instead, obviously, he became the yeah. forefather of comics. Oh, I think honestly, that's, that's, I think that's part of that yeah, video that I was actually watching. But that thing that's an interview that he was saying stuff like that in. Yeah. Uh, and actually, the that uh, book that uh, that Captain America issue that said he wrote was the first time that Captain America did that trademark uh, shield toss, nice. which I thought was cool. Yeah. 
And then obviously, you know, he's, he rises through, rises through the ranks, blah, blah, blah. It becomes Atlas Comics because apparently you just changed names 42 times during your history, according to, you know, yeah. Marvel. Naturally. Yeah, naturally. Uh, so he's, he was writing romance, humor, science fiction, blah, 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 like a bunch of bullshit that he didn't really want to do. Uh, and then he got up with uh, Dan DiCarlo to produce like a newspaper strip. Like basically he was just doing shit that he really didn't care about. So he was just kind of like, you know, fuck this. Uh, and then he was like, I'm just going to leave the comic book industry. I don't want any part of this. Then his wife's like, well, since you're leaving, why don't you just write some shit that you actually want to write? And he was like, fuck it. Okay. I'm just going to do some shit. <laughs> Uh, and that's where we got uh, all the, the all the awesome shit. Uh, so what was happening then? This was late fifties. DC Comics uh, was uh, was starting to do JLA, and then uh, so then Lee and Jack Kirby co-created Fantastic Four, uh, and then so that that's when you know he started like giving people actual human emotions, bickering between each other. The team didn't actually really get along. Blah blah blah. Uh, and then during this time is is when he's when he started making stuff like Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, the X Men, uh, Doctor Strange, and then eventually Spider Man. Yeah, Hulk is like one of the Daredevil. oldest Avengers. Yeah, Hulk is one of the original Avengers. Yeah, and then uh, and then later 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 on down the line, that's when they do the Avengers, uh, and that was what and that that was. I can't remember the exact. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a date for that. So they so this is they made the Avengers and then they revived. Submariner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically, at this point, you threw a fit over that word the other day. Submariner, I swear it's submariner. Submariner, 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 submariner. Got him. A su- right. submariner makes he's part man, part submarine. His name or no? Obviously, he's part man. The submariner. He's <laughs> just an Italian guy, just covered in sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sauce ya, I swear. Get saucy up in here. Oh, he's the one that started that move. That was his infamous move. But it was the oh, sauce. The, the salt bay. Yeah. Except it was marinara sauce. sauce. Oh, wow, yeah. He is. Sauce he anyway. is doing the salt. Is he really? Bay. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! That's great. <laughs> you Look just at got. That. It looks like the water's falling out of his hand. Oh but. yeah. Okay. Uh, but then Marinara. no, yeah. But we're we're talking about like, you just got soused. You, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's gonna burn when it gets in your eye. Fuck you! That was the next line I was gonna read. That he did the submariner and Captain America. <laughs> so you know what? I. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, so he so he blows up, and and so now he's at, at the top of the comic book industry, uh, all because his wife was like, you know, what? you do what you want. Oh damn! Would you look at that? It is Submariner. Oh, did did you do the, you really? the the voice to text shit? Because that's always, you know, so right. Cause, yeah, you know, because my GPS sounds like it's Cause, correct. Because my time. GPS says pointy for point with an e at the end. It's pointy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so his wife was like, "Yeah, do what you want," and he was like, "Fuck it, I will." Uh, and then. Like during during the his obviously he's becoming like cult phenomena, and um, there was there was there was something. Uh, what was it? The there was some company like drug uh, like basically a drug awareness sort of thing that was, was the, the Department of Justice. Oh, DOJ asked them to. I think it was. I think that's what I read. It's in the, it's in there somewhere. Maybe, blah, it's, blah, de- blah, blah, maybe it's Department uh, of Health and Human Safety, something like that. Department of Safety, maybe. Okay, the United States Department of Health, Education, and Welfare oh. uh, approached Marvel Comics editor in chief Stan Lee uh, to do a story about drug abuse. Uh, so, 
funny enough, there's a corporation, a company that tells comics what they can and cannot do. Ugh. And it's and it's, I started reading through the list of shit that they don't want. And it's obnoxious. Yeah, and then it's all arbitrary. Like it's like litigation. Yeah, it's really bad. What is this? The the Comic Code. Association? Yeah, the Comic Code of America or oh, some something like that. Like Comic that. Code Association. Some some kind. I don't even. It's wanna, a CCA. Damn it's it. It's a CCA. Like they they would not allow things like uh, zombies or vampires or ghouls or werewolves. Depiction of drug use. Depiction of drug use, which uh, comes into play uh, when the United States Department of Health, Education, yeah. and Welfare. Uh, approaches Marvel Comics editor-in-chief to do a story about drug abuse. Lee agreed to do a three-parter on Spider-Man, or to, like to, u- to use sp- a three-part on uh, Spider-Man story to depict uh, drug abuse as dangerous and unglamorous, and the code was like, you can't put the stamp on those books, and Stanley was like, okay, but I'll just take it off. Yeah. And then it was super fucking successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like that three part became like a, like a huge seller. Then the CCA was like, you know what? Fine, as long as it's not glamorous and and you and you say that it's bad, then I guess you can do it. Well, you don't like directly show them doing drugs. Wait, I can't believe that, that like they have a code for that because I remember one of the first comics I ever read was Black Canary, and shit was fucked from the get go. I, I mean, that was probably later. She I was do. like, she was yeah. fucking Batman, kicking dudes in the groin. Yeah, this was from like the 40s and 50s. Oh, yeah, when you, people were still in yeah. Pleasantville. Yeah. This was still Hitler times. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a joke. You would it know was. all about this, that, too. What is it? He became editor-in-chief in 41 and was editor-in-chief Okay, we're not talking 72. about Hitler. Yeah, so we're, what, we're talking, like, during this time would have been 60s. He was a 19-year-old editor-in-chief for a comic book. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. 19. Yeah. That is... And look at us. Jews Shut are really up. good at business. <laughs> Don't you dare ever compare me to a legend like Stan Lee. Yeah, and and then obviously I'll compare you. You're not as good. Nor is anyone <laughs> you to compare me. Nor is anyone Don't at this it. fucking table. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm perfect. Okay. But Stanley, yeah. So Stanley, uh, it's in a 1998 interview. Uh, Stanley was asked about this whole CCA bullshit, and uh, his response was, "I could understand them. They were like lawyers, people who take things literally and technically. The code mentioned that you mustn't mention drugs, and according to their rules, they were right. So I didn't even get mad at them. I just said, screw it. I just took the code seal off those three issues. <laughs> then when we went back to the code again, never thought about it. And when I was writing a story, basically, I never wanted to do anything that was in my mind too violent or sexy. And I was aware that young people were reading these books. And had there not been a code, I wouldn't have done anything different. So he was like, yeah, they're fucking irrelevant is, is more than is yeah. how I translate that. It just doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, honestly, would, would the CCA having the seal increase sales necessarily? I mean, you might hit a certain market in mid-America where, you know, soccer moms were like, you can't read. Oh, it's got the thing. Okay. Okay. It's got the seal. Okay, Johnny, you can read it. But I don't think a college kid, which was uh, a huge buyer of these books, uh, I don't think college kids looked at it and went, oh, that one doesn't have it. Can't buy it. Nope. I don't think that's If anything, I would buy the ones without the seals even more because they would be more rare. Yeah. It makes me want to look through Melissa's collection. Yeah, there's that. And there's also the whole parental advisory sticker thing where that fucking backfired because everyone was looking for the parental advisory. Yeah, because it's got the good (laughs) stuff in it. Yeah, because that's the one that has the swearing and the big booty bitches and all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can honestly remember the first 
speaking of just real quick parental advisory that I owned that my mom like saw and was like, you can't have that mm-hmm. was Limp Biscuits album, um, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavor. Yeah. Uh, my first one, actually, uh, at some point, they let them be stickers. And I remember, I think... Peeling it, it off, just like... That. Yeah, I think it was Enema of the State, Blink-182. It was either that or Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Huh. Uh, one of those two just had the just had the sticker. And I just remember like asking my mom as a kid, can I get this one? And just like <laughs> slow... Scrapey, scrapey, scrapey. <laughs> just, yeah, that doesn't have any swear words. So she brings it up to the counter and then she asks the cashier, does this have swear words? And the cashier was like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then so she bought me a censored version of Marshall Mathers LP2 because that was better. <laughs> Not so much. No. All the other stuff oh, is still there. It just takes the curse words out. And not even all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the bad Just bad the, ones. the exciting ones. Yeah, it's, it, it, it still depicted him dragging Kim to the woods and beating the shit out of her murder. Okay, so not to talk about Eminem Stan, back to Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, as far as that, those were the only points that I really wanted to bring up as, as far as far as his history, because I think like his battle against his quote unquote battle, it was more just like, I don't care against the CCA and him just revolutionizing comics because he, he like he was the first person to be like, these characters should actually be people. And, and before recording, um, Seth brought up that uh, he doesn't like the DC characters such as like Superman and Batman because they're... They're, they're people. Basically, yeah, they're invulnerable. They're, they're, they're hokey. Yeah, like, they, B- Batman is a guy. Yeah, but then like, but I mean, but he's a millionaire that can make billion, himself uh, billionaire. 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 My bad. Yeah. They can make right. whatever they're, he wants to. Be. There's a big capital B. Yeah, <laughs> that the capital B in billionaire also stands for Batman. Yeah, Batman and, and Bruce. Bruce. Oh wait, no, they're not I the same person, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. And then I honestly, I just hate Superman in general. Yeah, I don't I mean, really I've like never, DC though. I like their stories, like I was saying earlier. But like, nope. Batman's just written to where oh, Batman has a plan for everything, so Batman never fucking fucks up unless Bane's well, breaking his back. It's not even just Batman; they all just have a plan for everything. Yeah, you know, I think the only one that doesn't have a plan for everything is like the Flash. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's in, he's in a the kid. in the Flash was. Well, uh, it depends if you're going. Yeah, it depends yeah, on which. Like, yeah, the Flash yeah. was like new generation after this shit happened. Yeah, and he made him more human. Yeah, and it's my actually my first introduction into comic books was Flash, and it was completely by happenstance. I I just remember like being in uh, like some kind of like checkout lane at a grocery store, and they had like all the magazines and like some kids books and shit like that. And I just remember seeing like a collected like there was like I think six different books of multiple comic books that were like in kind of a gift set mm-hmm. and that was like marked off like you know ninety five percent, which is the only fucking reason why I ended up getting it. <laughs> I was like, Ma, can I have this? And she's like, oh, fucking, I guess Whatever. so. It's like two cents. The yeah. Flash is still super cool, though. Yeah. I, he's one of the few DC characters I prefer I like. Quicksilver. I want to go for that. Mm. When yeah. it comes to speed heroes, I actually like Flash better. Because he's literally like just like the speed of the entire universe. He's tapped into that. He's Which is kind of cool. beaten the god of speed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, he, he wasn't impervious at all. No. Like his literal only superpower was speed or generated by speed like throwing the lightning bolt or you know whatever the right. case may yeah. be you have to be going fast if you, if you lock him into a tiny room he's kind of fucked no he he okay never he can spin in place uh, maybe no he he has the ability to vibrate oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 go through the walls but i mean it's also kind of cool to you literally you run so fast and you fuck up by running so fast that you travel back in time and turn into the lightning bolt that struck you and gave you your own powers yeah like that's kind of fucking cool but yeah. like I'm an alien that can do everything okay bye 
So what, what's uh, what's like the first, like, I, I guess I just said what my first introduction to comic books was. What was your guys? John, what? Your introduction my to comic books. first comic book? Yeah. Like, what was your introduction to comic book fandom? Oh, just, I don't, I don't even know what my first comic book was. I think it was some really shitty off-brand that I don't even know the heroes of. It wasn't even, like, mainstream Marvel or mainstream DC. It was some dude in a red suit with a white ponytail and little metal tentacles that came out of his hands. Hmm. He was a bad guy. Yeah, don't know who that is. No, I don't off the top of my head, no, not at all. I can't remember who it was, but it's like it was the first comic I read, and then he fought some giant dude that had morphing arms, turned into guns, wore a brown. Oh, uh, you know what? I lied. My introduction to comic books was <laughs> oh fuck, well, it was like a super cheesy. It's, it was made into like a bad movie. Uh, it was like something family. They were stuck on an island. There was like giant crabs. Oh, those are super old. Yeah, that that was that was mine. It was uh, like Gilligan's Island on steroids, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, there there was a movie that was made about it, uh, like back in the day too. That was my first. I think I was like handed down a bunch of like tattered, shitty old books. I uh, Johnson Family. I don't know. Fuck, I'm gonna have to look this. Mine up. was in the library at school. Gotcha. My uh, first intro to comics was like. I would always grab like the papers and read like the Sunday comics and like I've always liked comics like that and then I finally got into like the actual like graphic novels but like the earliest like that I can physically remember is just Spider-Man it is my first favorite superhero yeah, if, if I go mainstream heroes like yeah, like, like common yeah. household name heroes it's I mean it's not Spider-Man but I, I that would be where I started and it's always Marvel I didn't start with DC because I yeah I started with Marvel as well yeah, I mean, my uh, it's yeah. DC. Spider-Man I checked out DC the just because it was the other company. Yeah, and I really liked uh, Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke seemed really cool to me. But like my favorites now, as I've gotten older, are um, Thor and Hulk. Still like Deathstroke. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thor and Hulk are just my absolute favorites, though. I first have been started honestly by reading like my nana had an entire book of every single Calvin and Hobbes ever. Calvin Hobbes. Oh so yeah, I, I didn't even think about Calvin yeah. Hobbes. So I read comics. I, I read didn't all think of those. About that shit. Mm-hmm. Sunday papers, man. Just comic, comics that, yeah. in general, yeah. Yeah. But the Calvin and but Hobbes. But if, got if, me if we're into talking it. like the the superhero genre of comics, uh, Kickass was like the first one that I read. God, that's new. I didn't read comics until I was like fifteen. Mm. I never read one. Honestly, I mean, it's but Kickass was really good. It was Swiss, the comics were brutal. Swiss yeah. Family Robinson. That's mm. that's what. God. I was How did we not get that? Yeah, yeah. I, I know I the image that you're talking about though, because it's just like them on a beach, kind of doing this with a giant orange crab. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was my first. That's the one with the dinosaurs. It's like I got a big head and little arms. Right? Isn't that that movie? <laughs> Probably. The I mean, I, I I haven't even thought about that. Oh, that's Meet the Robinsons. It, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before right now, I haven't thought about that comic <laughs> since <laughs> I was probably eight. Um, but yeah, honestly. like My what, dad what I, used to read that. Wait, actually. I thought yeah. Swiss Family Robinson was like an actual novel. It is. But it's oh, okay. also a comic book. Yeah. Oh. Um, a comic strip. Yeah, because like back then, they just like comics were, were pulp. It was like it was yeah. just like whatever they can throw on there that they think they can sell for thirty. Churches cents. used them. Yeah, I mean, they it, had little magazines of how you're going to go to hell. Oh yeah, that's smart. They still use those booklets. Yeah, absolutely. Is they, they try to like appeal to kids like, hey kids, read this. Satan's scary. Yeah, he is. You better straighten up. Dude, like just speak, yeah. speaking of which, just like real quick, just a little tidbit here. I was once asked to leave a church because they were talking about um, like how you witness to people, which you know you go around and tell them about Jesus. And so I asked, and I was just like, well, if someone hasn't heard about Jesus, 
would they go to hell? And they're like, no, because they don't know any better. And I was like, then why are we telling them? I was a little kid. A, com- a comedian, a, a comedian, a comedian also did that joke. And like when I read that comedian's joke, I was like, "Somebody fucking gets it." Thank you. Yeah, I was like, like why would you tell those people you're ruining their lives? Way to go! <laughs> you're ruining their afterlife as well. You're, you're purposely yeah. sending them to hell. You took a perfectly good person and you fucked them up. <laughs> oh! And the media wanted everyone to believe comic books would do that too. Yeah, they fucking did. Conservatives. Yeah, like like I said, you know, previously, comic books made people want to be good people. Like, I want to be like that superhero. I want to be the good guy. Yeah. Nobody's like, I'm going to be fucking Bane. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a that. bunch of roids and go around and break people's fucking backs. Yeah, it's, and I mean, the, my very that, that first, like, has mental issues. getting, yeah. <laughs> getting they really, should be in the institution. Getting really into comic books, I didn't really get super into comic books until I was, like, 20. But I, I was always interested in them because aside from that, like, Flash set that I was bought, like, mine was like, they're too expensive. Like, they're like 30 fucking cents. But that was too much. I've been into comics since, like, as long as I can remember. Well, you know what's honestly sad is, like, I never read them, but you've been to Melissa's house mm-hmm. and we have boxes on boxes of originals. Yeah, I mean, if we if we go upstairs right now, it's, I, I have a bunch now because once I got my own money... That was like one of the first things I. Oh no! I'm just just waiting on this inheritance to get all of them. Like, there's no point in buying them because I probably have way too many. I literally just—they were at a school library, and there was just one single box of them. See, in the school library, I was always getting like goosebumps and like uh, Fear Street and shit like that. I was actually looking for goosebumps when I found the comic book. I have a genuine question. You know how they do free comic book day? Do you? Mm -hmm. I think it would actually be a really good tribute, but I wonder if they would, if on the anniversary of his death, if they did. Free comic His book birthday's day coming up here in uh, December. I can't like, remember. Yeah, second on. free comic book day. Yeah, actually, that that would be cool. That's and like that, a that, uh, to him. I actually it's like did, Stay in Lee Day. I yeah. did uh, tear up a little bit. I was reading. A, I was reading a post, and it's it was like uh, it's obviously after Stanley died, a bunch of people were telling stories like this is how Stanley affected me, blah blah blah. And they used to do these. Uh, they used to do the like we're doing right now, and, <laughs> <laughs> and Marvel would do annuals, right? And back in the day, you can pay like 25 cents or 50 cents or whatever, and you can get a couple annuals. And this and this kid, I guess, uh, like wanted three of them, three specific ones. Uh, so he mailed three quarters to Marvel, and they mailed the quarters back saying, no, we need like a check for 75 cents. And yeah, th- th- I think this was before what? money was money. Like, <laughs> like when 75 cents was like probably $20 now. Or however inflation fucks us, um, <laughs> but and and then so he wrote uh, so he wrote into Marvel saying, "Hey, I just really wanted these three specific uh, comics. I mailed you seventy five cents. You mailed it back. You know what the fuck is going on?" So the, Stan Lee got a got a hold of this kid's letter, and so Stan Lee hand wrote him a letter back that mostly just said like, "I fucking hate bureaucracy. This is a bunch of bullshit. If you want the comics, you should have the comics. Since you went through all this and you've been polite and courteous." Here they are. Don't worry about sending the money back. <laughs> More importantly than those comics fucking at all, you get a personalized letter from Stanley. Exactly. Like how priceless. Like that, That's probably that, that framed is somewhere in like that kid's like attics. I'd jerk off to that daily. <laughs> I would have it framed. <laughs> I would. I, I would have it framed. Jerk off over the frame and then squeegee. <laughs> oh no, it's got its own shrine upstairs. Like he built an attic and just put it up there. Uh, like, <laughs> he bought a house just to have an attic. Just, <laughs> just to have an attic. Just to have a place to. Make no a one's allowed there. upstairs. But no, like, funny stories about like comics and stuff like that my friend scott that lives in texas like just recently out of nowhere like we talk randomly mm-hmm. but he just messaged me and he was just like hey quick question and i was like yeah what's up he's like who else lifted thor's hammer and then i proceeded to go on like a two-hour tirade of just talking about it and he's like see this is why i asked you he's like because i know you know this shit yeah see and it's stuff like that like 
I I I missed the fucking bus on is when when I was a kid the my only besides the Flash comics and the Swiss Family Robinson and a bunch of stupid westerns that I think I read once and went I don't want these are westerns. boring these are boring to me as a child and that's why fucking Stanley's the man because he recognized it and that's why he's like I quit why don't you do whatever you want I'm gonna make stuff amazing I'm back again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like so he basically revived it and that's like later on blah 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 um but. Yeah, I, I just fucking missed the bus. The only thing that, that I was really into as a kid was JLA because uh, Super Friends was on TV. We had, yeah. we had Everybody watched that. Yeah. <laughs> so my only real exposure was that, Batman Beyond, Batman the Animated Series. Like, I didn't, I didn't get the Marvel stuff because I was never allowed to buy comics because they were a waste of money. So the only thing I got was what was pushed into mainstream media, which at that point was DC. And I never really – I enjoyed it and I watched it as a kid, but it was never really a thing to me. Yeah. Because I never, re- I was never able to get into it. Because I, I just like got you, you never went and picked a favorite character. You were just yeah. like, this is a fun show. Yeah, this is fun. I'm gonna watch it. And I watched Static Shock on the Static Shock. Yeah, movie. I did enjoy Dude, Static um, Shock. Though. Speaking yeah. of just like animated series in general, like I might not like DC as much, but I feel like Marvel definitely has the foothold in the cinematic universe. But for yeah. the longest, like Marvel's coming up with their animated series. They have been for a while, but DC really does have like really fucking strong animated yeah, their, series their and Batman movies. series was super good oh yeah the killing yeah. joke that was an amazing well, one well all of their Read Justice the League movies I got like, that thing is, yeah that thing is fucking awesome but yeah it's a DC does have a foothold in, in the animation and that's and that's why like I was exposed to as a kid but if I was exposed to the Marvel characters that were more real I probably would have related like these superheroes were just like these are guys that beat up bad guys it's fun for the 30 minutes that I'm watching this but after yeah. that it's no impact but later on, as as an adult, uh, when I randomly passed by a comic book store for probably the tenth times, it was on the way to work, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going in there. And I went in there. I probably spent two hundred bucks on comic books, and then like came back the next week, spent another two hundred bucks on comic books. I'm like, why the fuck are you wasting? Your-? I was like, don't fucking. Tell I have me a problem. <laughs> I'm not wasting my money. <laughs> now you're a giant comic book nerd. He's yeah. literally wearing all Marvel attire right now, and it was it was almost on purpose. <laughs> Because I, I, as I wear a hat every day, and my Marvel hat's one of my favorites, and I was like, you know what, we're talking about Stanley. I'm going to grab my Marvel shirt, <laughs> put on some Marvel underwear. I'm really shocked. That I you, actually wait, don't are have you any. wearing? I do. I have the Punisher and Deadpool. I was about to say, are you wearing them right now? No, they're both dirty. Yeah, Deadpool is. It probably is. Uh, it was like what kind of hooked me in because I when I was talking to the account, the guy at the comic book shop. Well, that's just another thing. What other industry? Can you walk into a store that's like just for that thing and just talk shop with like a dude that's super passionate about it? Like, what, yeah. like, like where else? Like that Magic and, stores. and butchers. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I think, like, yeah, butchers, like, these meats. Let's talk about these meats. These that, are the that's a really meats. good salami. <laughs> but yeah, like, comic book, like, you can walk in and be like, hey, this is what I like. And he, and he can, that comic book guy can just go on a tangent about his favorite thing and he'll be super passionate about it. Like, you can't really get that many other places. Not really. I mean, maybe a library, but that's kind of the same. It's kind you're of you're in not going to walk thing. into a dentist and he's going to be like, "Oh, let me talk about these molars, bro." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like even a car shop, like yeah, guys will talk about cars and you know they'll get their hard ons for cars. But it, I, I think I think the you can't go into a dealership and find that you have to go to yes. an actual car show. You have to go to it, then comic cons. Exactly. Yeah. That like you're you're not going to go to a car show on the level of even your local comic con. No, not at all. Comic cons are fucking insane. Yeah. Conventions. Comic con is a specific one. 
Okay. Specific yeah, comic like, conventions. Yeah, man. comic conventions. Just like you, you can go to. You the, know what the fuck we yeah, mean. Yeah, you can go to the Wizard Convention. Like what's uh, they they have a Wizard Con or whatever they call theirs. Wizcon. Wizcon. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be huge. Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Yeah, and then you you can go to just like you know uh, Blizzcon. Chattacon is just yeah. Dra- Dra- that's Dra- Dragon what I'm also Chattacon. Like Kanuga is the other one. Kanuga. Yeah, and, and uh, Buffalo has Nickel City Con. Dragon Con like, in Atlanta. Even all these. Even all these ones that we're mentioning that nobody outside of these specific cities have heard of they're still fucking huge yeah they're enormous yeah you're not gonna go to a car show they might have like maybe let's say a hundred cars and have maybe 300 people there if it's huge yeah and these cons have like thousands like for example you go to a car show and you go to atlanta to watch a car show it's in a fucking parking lot exactly you go to dragon con in atlanta they shut down the the entire downtown and rent out four major hotels just for everybody to go to yeah and and it's and it's insane the it's first huge the first con i went to i it's like i you know i walked the floor a couple times and i was like oh now is there too oh there's panels yes several panels oh i can see i can meet uh, a celebrity i can take a picture with this guy i can meet a comic creator i sat in a panel i thought was going to be kind of boring that was like how to make a comic book Mm-hmm. I was fucking enthralled for a good hour thirty. Oh, another yeah. one, another one. We forgot the uh, Walker Stalker convention. For, yeah, um, Walking Dead. Like um, a lot of people hate that show. Don't get me wrong; it fell off early for me. But the comics, the graphic novels, astounding. Yeah. Oh, and I, I met the artist for uh, for the Walking Dead, Tony Moore. He signed uh, he signed my Deadpool books. He was also an artist for some Deadpool series. Like I was excited and I nerded in front of this dude. I didn't even know who he was. Like when I walked up to his table. And this was at a tattoo convention, not even a comic book convention. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked up to the table. I was like, oh, what you got going on? You have Deadpool. You have, and he goes, I'm Colonel Moore. And I was like, no shit. I see your name on shit that I read. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea who this dude was. And then I nerded out on him for a minute. And then he worked with uh, one of my favorite comedians, which actually, uh, Callback, brought me into comics because uh, I was walking through the comic book store I previously mentioned. And I saw that Brian Posehn, one of my favorite comics, uh, stand-up comics, was a writer for a comic. How many times can I say comic? And I was like, what is this? And then the store guy was just like, let me tell you about Deadpool. Yes. And let me tell you how fucked up Deadpool is. Yeah. And then I proceeded to buy as many Deadpool comics, uh, like trade paperbacks or single issues that I can like carry out that store that day. And that's how I actually got into comics. And then years later, flash forward, I'm at a tattoo convention and see the dude that drew the books and worked with Brian Posehn, and so I, I nerded out on him, and then I was like, "Bro, have you do you hang out with Brian?" To put this, <laughs> to put this into perspective, now his entire house, every room has something about Deadpool in it, even down down to the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah he's a huge Deadpool nerd lie. now. Yeah, it is, and it's and this was and this was before like Deadpool the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this this was before that. I just like just happened to walk into this fucking store. I had my entire knowledge of comic books is when I remembered when I was a kid and I would watch Super Friends and I had the Flash books and stuff like that. I had no real. There was a, a gap of probably thirteen years of comic book history that I just was Wait, oblivious so does, about. Does Deadpool have that seal or the code or whatever? Oh no, oh, absolutely <laughs> not. See, I don't. I just realized there's everything wrong with him. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, in a good way, of course. Does he have the seal? <laughs> I had to make sure. I was about to, to be like, "How this, did they get away with that one?" To put this in person, because Zeppel didn't come out until the until ninety eight, something like I, that. I think oh, his okay. first appearance was in like ninety eight. Um, and I, I was talking to him. I was kind of like, it, we weren't really talking about the code, but we were just talking about what he can and can't do. And I was like, "Have you ever like kind of gotten trouble about like stuff that you drew?" Because he draws The Walking Dead, he draws zombies, which was 
not, which I don't think I mentioned earlier, zombies, according to the code, were not allowed. Marvel got away with putting zombies in them because they called them zombies or some bullshit. Zombies, yeah. like zoo zombies. He's like, yeah, these aren't these Those aren't fucking zo- Zimbabweans. <laughs> Damn it, he, they were. Haitian brain controlled. Yeah, they weren't actually. They were controlled. They weren't rising from the dead. Their decaying brains. Which technically, were those by, are the original zombies, the voodoo zombies. If we want to get like super yeah. technical. No, they weren't. Zo- there's a zombies. They're different. No, I mean like just in actual culture. That's where. Yeah, zombies but Mar- Marvel yeah. didn't have zombies, and there was a, a zombies. Zombies. Yeah. It's a yeah. Oh yeah, but now now they have like uh, a whole series where the entire Marvel cast is turned into zombies. Turned into yeah, zombies, and, it's and fucking then fucking amazing. And then Deadpool kills them. Did, didn't DC? No, that was way later. That What's was that? the 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 Lantern Corps, the Black Corps, the Black Lanterns that turned everybody into zombies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Batman was a zombie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they pro- also held the Yellow Ring for fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is super tight. It's actually in one of the Mortal Kombat games. He was scary. Nice. Fucking. He was really scary looking with that yellow ring. Yeah, yeah. And it's. I mean, obviously, the code now means nothing. It's still there. Who but, cares? But nobody. We don't need the code. We've got things like Deadpool that come out, and it's super popular, and the code's not necessary. In the no. words of Pirates of the Caribbean, they're more like guidelines anyway. Yeah, they're more like yeah. guidelines. It's like it's like the the PG thirteen R rating for fucking movies. Oh, don't get, I, I can go on a fucking tangent and, and, about and that even shit. Like for video games, rated yeah. T for teen. Okay. And yeah, it's it's Big it's deal. just it's just supposed to be like it's supposed to tell parents what you can and can't it's give your kids. Freaking Mormon parents that don't get their kids anything. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I'm not gonna sh- Sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna like show my daughter like a fucking super gory book. Like the first time she actually understands and can read and like react to it, I'm not gonna be like, oh, check out this where uh, Deadpool slaughters the Marvel universe. No, we're gonna start with Spider Man probably. Yeah, yeah, we'll start with Spider Man. And if you get introduced to Deadpool, it's in a Spider Man comic. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Deadpool and Spider Man is one of my favorite. Their relationship uh, favorite is hilarious. City. Oh, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> it's a great series. Beautiful. Yeah, according to Deadpool, their romance yeah, is beautiful. Their, their romance is beautiful. Oh my god! All right, so one thing that I wanted to, uh, wanted to do is uh, because Stanley obviously loves his alliteration. Yeah, it was uh, so he could remember names easier. Actually, why did it? really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, uh, Reed Richards, Peter Parker, Bruce Banner, you know. Yeah. So what what I want to do is come up with uh come up with some superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, we're done. Wrap it up. <laughs> this game's over. No, if it was with Ryan Reynolds, I would not wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> we did a whole remember, tirade last yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, you sell Every soul. Thursday. <laughs> oh, what's today? <laughs> How can we Which can we just add? I think it's hilarious that he is the voice for Pikachu. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm very, yeah. Speaking yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Very excited I, for that. Yeah. We're uh, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. He's everybody's favorite um, character at this point. <laughs> 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 All right. So we're we're going to play. Uh, oh, actually, there was one before. Which I have a couple things that we're going to do uh, to to end the show. But another thing that um, Stanley did uh, to revolutionize the the comic book industry, not even just the characters, just actually the way they made comics. Uh, this was already a method, but Stanley got his hands on it and amplified it and it's become called the marvel method of creating writing comic books so instead of having a a full-blown script like 
A, B, C, D, like have like a 20 page script to write a 20 page book. Him and the artist and a couple other guys would basically sit around a table as we're doing now and would just go, all right, so what's going to happen is general synopsis. Spider-Man is going to see Green Goblin and they're going to fight and uh, Peter Parker is going to have dandruff and he's going to have to like try to hide it when he tries to get with, you know, Gwen Stacy, you know, they'll just go through just a general thing. Be like, all right, and go. And so the artist would be like, take the bullet points, write out uh, or draw out uh, like the panels and bring it back. And he'd be like, all right, cool. Ink it. They would go and ink it, bring it back. And then he would put in the, put in the fucking bubbles. Like that, like that was the entire, their entire extent of their planning was like an hour or two meeting and just like, do it. Draw it for me. I'll get the words later. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, here, here's what's going to happen. Draw what's going to happen. I'll fill in the words. That's actually pretty tight. Yeah, that's a really, yeah. yeah, that's good, actually. Yeah, it's a Marvel method. <laughs> it's a Marvel method. Yeah, it that's, is. that's what it's called. Uh, Speaking so, of alliterations. <laughs> <laughs> so that ties into this. Uh, so let's, I guess let's run around the table and just come up with uh, superhero and or villain names uh, through alliteration. Ryan Reynolds. Like the, like the, the actual <laughs> hero names? The actual hero names or the character names themselves? Like the character's name or am I doing Method Man? You're not doing meth, as far as I can tell. It's, it's <laughs> Methan Man. <laughs> oh, so I mean, it's either way, let's just come up. Uh, it's, I was thinking, actually, the actual heroes would be like the fucking coffee caper, and you know, let's we'll, we'll try to well, to bust on DC for a minute. Martian Manhunter. No, but to make a his fucking name is new John one. Jones. Okay, also in alliteration. <laughs> jo- it's Joan Jones. J apostrophe O N J apostrophe O N Z Z Z. Oh, really just two that. Z's. Yeah. Is it two Z's? Yeah, I thought true. it was three. My bad. No, you fell asleep while you were reading it. That was a third. Oh. I just realized one of our bartenders <laughs> has a very superhero name. What's that? John Jett. Uh, that's true. It's <laughs> a very superhero. That makes name. me think of Joan Jett. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. where I'm at with that. Yeah. All right, no, make up a new hero. Like, we're, we're going to create like a whole like a whole new hero with a literated name and, and a villain. I just keep going to actual heroes. Like, Dr. Doom. Let's do that. <laughs> Every time I think of something. Um, and he already did it. Fuck it. <laughs> Stanley did it. Instead of Simpsons did it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the hero of Hoff. Hoff hero. Hoff sauce. Hoff hero. Hoff. <laughs> That's, we are not sponsored by again. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't just drink But, but also get out I didn't us. just look around the room and try and figure out what I was going to say. Well, that's, that's how that's I came exactly up with coffee capers. We have coffee cups in front of us, which is um, also a On the spot, yeah. Like, you know how bad I am at naming D&D characters and like how it has to be perfect. <laughs> and, like, but I can come up with them really quick, but it's like it's the same tattoo. The same tattoo? Yeah. What? Same, same, but different. Uh Ah. The brutal banana. The brutal banana. Okay, is, is he? Is that? Uh, <laughs> he murders a lot of people, but bruises like super easy. <laughs> he treats. He treats. He treats your body like a banana. He peels your skin off. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Okay. We, we Game went, of Thrones. We went a whole different way. Went real dark. Ramsey Bolton. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one. The, the flayed Crow. banana. Christian crow. Yeah. Spe- speaking of the crow, he's like a fucking beak. Great. He's a mutant. The Christian crow, or it's his actual name. His name would be Christian. Okay. I was about to say, that's a really boring character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's like all black, but really... Like, Rant, like, go to he, church. <laughs> <laughs> just like all gothed out like the crow, but he, he's just like... he's just. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And now I'm going to pull your intestines out of your stomach. Ah! <laughs> the, the party parrot. The, the, par- <laughs> the party parrot. <laughs> Uh, it's going downhill fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're we're not coming up with anything. 
It's uh, difficult, actually. The beatbox boy. It's just Lucio from Overwatch. Next. <laughs> the beatbox boy. Yeah. Okay. Ants hidden talents. He can't do accents, but he can beatbox. Accent and. Alliterations. Boom. Awful accents, Anthony. Yep. Yeah. It's very, very accurate. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, got me. Gotcha. Zinger. <laughs> yeah, the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. Uh, yeah, that was difficult. Yeah, that's we it. weren't that was ready. Bad. Yeah, we we weren't we weren't ready at all. All right. So what I was gonna say is we come up with the best superhero and villain that, that we just came up with and do like a line by line story. Uh, but obviously we have we have nothing. We have no creativity. We didn't create. Yeah, we didn't create it. Sucked at that. Okay, uh, we'll leave that to Stanley. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I guess I guess that that's, that's why we're doing a podcast, and he's actually writing comic <laughs> books, or he, you know, was. You stop that. Yeah, <laughs> he still is. He, he's 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 writing the storyline for heaven right now. Comic books or any story. He's revisiting the Bible and making it better. Oh, you know what? Actually, I I I just found out today that I didn't know he was behind Stripperella. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was actually the he was actually the creator of Stripperella. That's weird. I, I read a whole story about that, not just like I have blanked on it. I was on Reddit reading it the other day. The Stripperella thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, I was like, out of all the things, like you, you think, like it's everything was more or less PG, and then he did Stripperella. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm a horny old oh my man God, now. Yeah, it says like right on the very front, Stanley Stripperella, <laughs> starring Pamela Anderson. Yeah. I, and I remember that coming to TV too, and that's how I was just oblivious <laughs> to the fact that Stan Lee was making that. <laughs> this is hilarious. I've never seen this before. You've I, never seen Stripperella? No, this is oh hilarious. Oh my God, it it's is pretty ridiculous. It's awful. It's great, but it's awful. It makes me think of the Black Canary, the salacious stripper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that works. All right, so, so is, she, uh, is she villain or is she. No, I'd Hero. say she's a good person. She's bringing joy to a lot of old men. She's okay. just Stripperella. <laughs> you just stripped her name from Stripperella. <laughs> to be fair, Deadpool was stripped from Deadshot. I mean, there, there was Deathstroke. A, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I'm sorry, Deathstroke. And uh, actually, the Fantastic Four were stripped from uh, a DC. Well, not stripped from. There's was basically it was loosely based off of uh, DC group at that point. Deadpool was supposed to be a joke. Oh yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be like a one-off. Like, oh, spe- a speaking of other alliterations, uh, Doctor Strange, Stephen Strange. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. <laughs> and then he's, he's just like, "What's your superhero name?" Uh, I'm a doctor. Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's just literally his actual <laughs> fucking name. <laughs> oh, okay. nobody will rec- nobody will recognize oh, me if I superhero names. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you, Spider Man. Oh, we're saying our fake names. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Please tell me you guys have watched that video. Um, I watched, it was on Netflix of these guys that really think they're superheroes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle-aged men that, like, the cops have to be like, buddy, you got to stop this. That's the vigilantes? Yes. Oh, Isn't that the basis Which for Glass? On, of what? Glass. The glass. Movie. No, the they glass. actually have powers. Yeah. No, the, oh. yeah, these guys are just, like, actual people that dress like up and try to stop. Like, they get off parking, yeah. yeah. 
Which honestly would be a lot cooler world we lived in if a lot of people were just vigilantes. Like I would be so tight with it. Oh no, they're constantly like the cops. If I had the money to be a vigilante, totally would do it. Yeah, I mean, but other people want to hurt me. (laughs) 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 Like I would show up to a scene, like scene of a crime, be like, "Everyone, stop what you're doing," and they'd be like, "No," and I'd be like, "Please." And they'll pull. Please, like I don't. And they'll pull a gun, and I'll be like, "Fuck, I wasn't prepared for that." Um. I'm going to throw a chair at you and then fucking run away. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, speak chair face Chippendale. If we're going to go into the tick, which was uh, another huge series that like was one of the first series I ever watched for comics. Yeah. Yeah. They they had the tick cartoon back in the day. Have you, um, comic book was not as strong. Honestly, the animated series. Oh, the animated series was amazing. The animated series was really good, and then the live action wasn't bad at all. Did you watch the most recent live action one? No, uh, bits and pieces. Yeah, like I, I bought some of the comics uh, later on because I did remember watching that when I was a kid, and I was like, I'm gonna grab some of these. I was like, these are kind of weak. Like the writing on the show uh, for the animate for the animated one. I didn't watch the old live action one. Uh, The newest live action one, which uh, is it, set a Hulu exclusive. Uh, I don't not know. Not a hundred. Yeah, I think it's a it's either a Hulu exclusive or a Prime exclusive. One of the two. Um, and it was it's actually really fucking good. Well it has the guy who voices like a uh, Kronk and all them. Yeah. He's the uh, the guy that we can't even remember the Patrick name Warburton, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or the Or the one. other guy that looks yeah. exactly like yeah, him the, the two yeah. <laughs> So like <laughs> ap- we don't know. apologies if this ever falls upon your your ears. <laughs> yeah. Um Still, he did a great job. He's like the perfect tick. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. He is the perfect Like, tick. he sounds as dumb as tick is supposed to be. One yeah. of my favorite things yeah. in the cartoon, though, is like when the tick is jumping and then he fu- he like falls super far and like smashes in the ground. He's like, gravity, you selective mistress. <laughs> <laughs> and it just cracks me up because like me and my friend Drew and um uh, and Andy one time, we were sitting around and we were just like, really? If he could say what he wanted to say, like, gravity, you selective whore. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking, um, oh, what? Fuck! Now I'm not gonna. Uh, Freakazoid. Freakazoid was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Freakazoid was, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, and it's and it's shit like that that would have got me into comic books if I had access to comic books like that. Well, now that yeah. we're talking about comics, and we're specifically talking about American comics, just for a tidbit here, anybody else in a manga but me? I mean, I'd, I'm not... I'd, not shown in specifically like Bleach and Naruto and ones that go on forever, but like just like your one shots, like uh, things like Bim and I like being like Trigun and things of that nature. Yeah. See, and I'd, I don't really read I'd, anything like that. Um, I actually, funny story, I got caught with uh, Bastard uh, when I was in middle school. I had it under. Just remember, like uh, the school, I have like the fucking the desk is all like connected and had like a little basket mm-hmm. underneath it. Uh, I accidentally left it in the basket underneath it. Went to my next class. Went fuck. Turned around and ran back, and the teacher's like, "What is this? I'm confiscating it." Never saw that shit again. See, Why did they confiscate it? Because it said bastard. Because it said bastard. My teachers were really cool. In the fourth grade, I acted out a lot, and I had to go to like therapy classes. I had really bad anger issues when I was a kid. So we had a teacher who literally, like, if you did good, she would give you Pokemon cards. That's, that's awesome. I, that's awesome. I um, will forever regret this. I had like one of the first edition holographic Charizards, the most expensive card in Pokemon. And um, I gave it to my little sister when she was a kid because she also, like, I wanted to get her into Pokemon. And I, I was a kid. I didn't realize the value of that card. And it got trashed. Yeah. I'm sure I've had plenty of cards over the years. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee just, you I have. I used to trade those things for free, like, lunches. Yeah, I, I had. Do you want your tea? I know you're lactose intolerant. They don't give you milk and they give you tea. <laughs> like Ben was like, just running, like a jail scheme. <laughs> yeah. Let me get that orange juice, bro. 
Yeah, Dude. exactly it. I'll give you two energies for your muffin. See, and that's what it's. And I never really thought about this, but now thinking back, I had a ton of Pokemon cards, a ton of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yu-Gi-Oh's garbage, Magic all the way. Well, I didn't know about Magic. It didn't have a fucking TV show. Um, Magic started the trading card games. I'm sure, yes, I, I, but they didn't have a TV show, and ten-year-old me did not give a shit about it. But I had a ton of those cards, and like they're what. A buck, two bucks a pack back yeah. then. Yeah. Back then, and, and now the like super rare ones are like thousands of dollars. Yeah, so I had a ton of those cards, but I wasn't allowed comic books. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, like one pack of ten cards, and I probably would buy a pack or two packs every week or so. And then, like uh, my buddy's mom, we would be like, "We need to go to Toys R Us. You guys want toys? No, we want Pokemon cards, bitch. Like, go to the Pokemon card aisle." Be, be glad that you are from the north and not the south, where it's super religious. Because um, one of my grandmothers was just like, "No Harry Potter in this house. Pokemon stands for pocket monsters. Those are satanic." Like, oh no, that, that was, was bad. That was, that was also prevalent in the north. Absolutely. Like anytime, was it really? It's yeah, like I, as bad as here. I thought you guys were probably not as bad. Yeah, I want to say no. But it's any uh, any parent, teacher, or whatever. Like my mom fell victim to this hard. Anybody that like would watch Doctor Phil or Oprah or like you know the fucking news. Those moms got you. Yeah, like those moms were awful. Like it's Yikes. like I'm, um, and also like when I was when I was like a kid, kid, I was in the South. I was in North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it was maybe that's why I'm thinking that I had it like just the same thing. Yeah, because by the time North I was, Carolina counts. Yeah, good. by the time I got back to the North, I was like 13. So by then I was like, I'm too cool for this. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Tim's B? Am I no? I was not that kid. Like my buddies would be like, Hey, you uh, you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? I was like, Fuck off, and nerd. Now you. Play with us, and <laughs> exactly. you're also a nerd. Fuck off, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off, nerd. I'm gonna play guitar and fuck bitches and smoke weed, and I did all those things. And like my friends would be like, "Hey, you wanna? Uh, we're we're gonna be watching, you know, whatever you know, pop culture show." I'd be like, "I don't watch TV." <laughs> See, that's why I feel like I was weird in high school because like I played magic and stuff, but I was also like in weightlifting classes and I did sports, but then I was also like an honor roll student no, for a while, it. but also threw a lot of parties. So I was just like all over the place. I was going to say, yeah. so like every weekend we would throw like a toga party, but then yeah. like as soon as everybody left, we drug out the Pokemon cards mm-hmm. and straight started playing. Yeah. Like it's, I and mean, I, I will whoop ass at I that. Wish, I wish in high school. I still never lost. Yeah. I wish in high school I would have like, you know, hung out with the, with the D&D kids. I mean, I would hang out with them, but when they went to like actually play or do something that I was like uh, I bought into the stigma of I'd be like no I'm gonna go hang out with the skater kids now well, see that's how my mom's like my sister's dad who adopted me um so we have the same mom but different dads yeah and he was just like oh stuff like that's gay you know blah 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 and then like you know her husband now like when I was like 11 he was just like you know dude here's shit like Morrowind here's D&D here's magic and I was like this is fucking amazing yeah like, I've barely, always been into that I barely even played video games then like yeah. I, I had um, at that time I think I had like a PS2 and, and a Wii you know like a fucking Wii but I like never played them at all I had a, I had everything from a Sega Sega like was my original first system. Sega, like mm-hmm. I had no my original one. I I still had, got an Atari as my first one. I moved. All, well, no, not even Atari. I had a Commodore sixty four. I started playing video games. On. Yeah, no, I little stupid floppy throughout, discs. Throughout life, I I had them all. I I had I had Atari with From like the age of like five though. Like I started playing video games at like age yeah. five. Yeah, on same. Commodore very 64. early. My mom would take me to her friends to get babysat, and I would yeah. play on the old Nintendo. My grandpa would literally just sit me on a bench of the computer and be like, "Figure it out." 
That's he, that's awesome. By the way, do you guys That'd remember like, the annoying oh. ass Aladdin game for the Nintendo? Oh, it was so hard, man. I hated it. So was the Lion King game. Both so of was those. Battletoads. Yeah. I have yet to ever beat that fucking game. <laughs> I feel See, like it, it's like this shit that I missed out on. Like it's like I had shit growing up like that. You just didn't use it. But I just didn't use it. Because for, for one no, you're the fucking nerd. No, because for one, <laughs> what would happen is I would get gifted something and I would bring it back home, but I wasn't allowed to play it. Like it's when I had a I remember I bought an N64 with my first communion money. Uh, and my mom was like, you can't buy that. You have to buy a Game Boy because they're fucking so different. But the store we were at was sold out of Game Boy. So I used my own money to buy an N64, but I was only allowed, let's say, 10, 20 minutes of, like, per fucking week. Because video games make kids bad. Rot your brain. Video games rot your brain and make you violent. My yeah. parents were super happy just to get me out of their fucking hair for an hour. Yes, no, the, see, the They pro- were like, please go play. It's if I, if we could afford in, like a different TV, I'm sure that may have been the case, but the only TV was in the living room and, you know, she had to watch daytime television. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Judge I remember um, on one of my other grandmothers, um, her and my uncle, they would go to church and um, it was just like this like kind of small church thing where a guy who uh, he had a church and then he wound up moving so then he just like had his house and he had people over at his house to do church and I was a little kid so they were like yeah here you can go in this room and play fucking Castlevania <laughs> they were yeah, so game. chill yeah and such a good game I eventually did get uh, Game Boy Advance I didn't get I, 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 I missed the OG Game Boy yeah I missed yeah, the OG the, Game Boy I missed the Game Boy the Color uh, but I ended up getting Game Boy Advance and it just would disappear like it's like honest like it's it would be like all right i'm gonna go play pokemon the fuck where did it go and then it would like come back so i never really figured that out uh and then i got the original xbox the only thing i really i really played on that i played some halo um but then i made the mistake of trying the sims and then my mom took it like she would just like take it like she would just play the fucking sims oh wow yeah and i would be like can i fucking shoot things now no i have speaking of just original Xbox and like I was saying more when that my stepdad showed me mm-hmm. I have honestly well over 10,000 hours just into Morrowind probably about five into Oblivion and probably coming up on another 10 for Skyrim yeah Skyrim yeah, and me uh, you've have, seen my mods we've, we've had a lot of history together when my, my first game like that uh, was Fable Fable was the original the one. Original was Fable so was Fable fucking one. good. Yeah. Fable, the last Fable. Fable was, two was good. Fable three was dropping off. I, I liked all the Fables. Yeah, I, I didn't play two or three. The original Fable, I was like, th- like that was my first taste of like RPG a real games. RPG, and I was like, this is amazing. You mean if I kick this chicken, I'll start growing horns? That, that <laughs> I'm gonna kick all the, the fucking dude, chickens. Honestly, <laughs> that system in that where like you literally did good or bad things and your appearance changed and who you, how you were changed in a video game fucking revolutionary. Just yeah, how they visualized it was yeah. amazing. It was fantastic. Speaking of games, do you remember that game my grandmother brought me, uh, Stretch Panic? Mm-mm. Yeah, like, I. She showed me that game, and it is the weirdest shit I've it's ever. It's just like you just go around as a been pop big old titties. That's it. <laughs> and they use the titties to like fly, and you're this yeah. little girl with a possessed what scarf. The fuck? And the scarf like comes out and it's like yeah, it's like that's just, how you, you kill them. You gotta like just explode a scarf their titties. With hands on the ends and there's just <laughs> models of women walking around and they're just walking. And if you don't pop them tits. fast enough, their boobs start and you, spinning you, you and they like, fly away. 
like jiggle their tits off. Yes, that's that's crazy. a weird game. Legacy <laughs> Legacy of Cain, also amazing. Medieval, great game as well. Legacy of Cain is really good. Yeah. See, honestly, mm. stuff like stuff like that, like, Soul, like what is well, it, Soul Reaver? Yeah. With yeah. Uh, yeah. with like the RPG genre and stuff like that, like making the characters real. Do you think that that would have really come about to the level it is now without Stan Lee revolutionizing comics? To a degree, to if because he he wasn't necessarily on the RPG elements. No, yeah. I'd, I mean not just, that, but, but, but making like the character real character development wise, yeah. like like making them with a personality. Because before before then, there there weren't really RPG games other than like Final Fantasy in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, and they weren't even affected by Stan Lee. I at all. don't like JRPGs. I prefer American RPGs. Yeah, I don't like Final Never Fantasy. Is my least favorite of any um, RPG I've ever played. But I, I do mean, like Legend of Dragoon, though. That's one of my favorites. Because if you think about it, like the obviously there weren't any video games in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, but like the the writers of the video games as we knew them now would have grown up reading. Well, they had heavy influences. Like absolutely, exactly. So if you pop Stan Lee out of history, I feel like. They yeah, still would have. Gonna, it would have eventually come around to that for for but it may character have taken bases. A longer. But yeah. there's always gonna there was there's always people that want to have a playable story well, and then create themselves in that story. He has a point though. Like kids back then were running around pretending they were Spider Man, which right. technically did start RPG. Some kid was just well, like, no, well, "Oh, I feel like I am Spider Man." Sp- Spider Man yeah. one. Honestly, like starting RPGs, that goes back to Lord of the, Lord of the Rings had the hugest Roger. influence on RPGs. Period. D and D got its roots out of Lord of the Rings. Like, and uh, with those two things, RPGs would have American RPGs would have come they up the way come they around. did anyway. I didn't. Think but about I feel like Lord you know, obviously now any if, creativity if you said like that. If Gary Gygax didn't exist, then no, absolutely then no, no. RPGs would not exist in America right now. They would be based on a Japanese RPG model. Yeah, there would be no American jet like action RPG. What was the first free roam game that you know of? The God, I don't even know. Uh, I know like uh, the, the first two Elder Scrolls games. Uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, one of them I can't remember. I think it's Daggerfall. Still holds record for being one of the largest maps ever because it just procedurally generates. Yeah, so it's still first, like in probably like the top five. The first, uh, the first free roam game I can think of that I played was the first Spider Man. Hmm. You can, you can swing around. You can swing around New York. You can perch on top of buildings, knock people off of the fucking buildings. You That's, can't go down. There was clouds and you died though. Yeah, <laughs> but it was free ish Rome. <laughs> free ish Rome. Well, if it's free ish Rome, then slave I mean, zero. Yeah, there was there path. was a set map, and then you could just dick off in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. I mean, there's tons. I don't know. Yeah. We could go on. With there, this there's like forever. loads. Yeah. Yeah. We. This yeah. is like our subjects. <laughs> yeah. Just All right. Well, this. This is this has been our tribute to Stanley, at least the first half. Yeah, at least the first half. Yeah, <laughs> we was we were we were gonna play that game, but we failed fucking yeah, miserably. Yeah, we fucked that game up. Failed fucking miserably. Failed fucking <laughs> <laughs> alliteration. Uh, the failed fucker. <laughs> the failed fucker. Yeah, fucking failure. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, definitely you know subscribe to us on on all your platforms and all that. Uh, follow us on our Instagram, Mi Productions LLC, on our Facebook, Minor Convenience Productions LLC. Check out our website, miproductionsllc.com. Don't check out the Twitter; it's going nowhere. Yeah, I, I mean, I sometimes tell our posts to also go there. I don't even know that they do. I, I, I wouldn't. Sometimes There's... I turn on the switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but definitely tell all your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my it. Productions LLC misses you, Stanley. Yeah. Excelsior. Excelsior.
Excelsior! <laughs> Keep it weird, guys. Yeah. <laughs>